Yo, what's up, guys? Sam here. You know, half the virtual homework podcast. Don't tell Dana I'm recording this without him. But I want to thank you for taking the time to check out the podcast. What I will say, though, is that our older episodes have significantly worse technical and content quality. This is before Dana actually bought a real mic, uh, before we actually knew what we were doing, etc. That being said, these episodes are still here. We just recommend checking out one of our newer episodes. Uh, really, just pick a game you find interesting, and it's probably way better than the content you're you're about to listen to. If you want to listen to it after, the episodes are still going to be here. Just be warned. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and especially if you're, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for checking us out at all. Sam out. All right, so we're here. Hey, what's up? Who are you? I am uh, Dana. Okay. That, and, that's uh, it? Y- and you are? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm Sam. This is Dana. If you're here, you're obviously listening to what is titled as some sort of podcast. We don't have a name yet. Do we have a name? Uh, I mean, we kind of like had some brief ideas like homework podcast or something like yeah okay that. well but, um, yeah we're, 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 we're you're not selling it actually. you're not selling it so what's the idea of this podcast and then maybe we'll talk about the title that is pending because of that idea so basically the concept is is that we give each other a game that either we've played before or haven't played before and we have both of us play it, and then we come back and talk about it. Um, kind of throw people into the fire per se, and uh, see what they say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, sure. Uh, to reiterate what he said, one of us each week will pick a game that we have knowledge in. Not necessarily, we haven't played. Like for example, I, I don't think either of us have played this game. I could be wrong. They'll send it to the other person with the expectation that they go in blind. And then we just talk about it. And then after that, we'll just shoot the shit. Why not? You have time to listen. We have time to talk. Um, so because of that, because it's essentially homework, making us play each other shitty games, because why would you pick a good game to make the other person play? I don't okay, okay. To, it's homework. Anyway, regardless. So we're thinking about the homework podcast. We don't have a name yet. That's probably the name. I can't think of any better names. I don't think Dana can either. Um, no, we'll 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 think about it at some point, but that's probably gonna be it. Also, the perfect opportunity to use Soldier Boy report card as the as the theme <laughs> of the podcast, the best song ever made. Like just just like like ear blasted version. So yeah, like yeah. So it's it's gained out. People immediately leave. No one has to hear us embarrass ourselves on this podcast. That sounds good to me. Uh, let's get into this game, though. The game I sent you this week, I, I'll, I'll try to butcher the Japanese, the Solomon no Kagi 2 Cool uh, Minto Kuyuhutsu Sakusen, uh, also known as Solomon's Key 2, also known as the American game Fire and Ice. I didn't actually try to pronounce the Japanese title, but you just did. Did it talk about Mentos at all? Cool Mentos? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. I imagine there's, like, some, like, second part you know like legend of the hero or something like that um i didn't really look in to see what that meant but cool mentos are pretty dope but i think that the best flavor are like the fruit mentos <laughs> with that i will say that solomon key uh i actually have not played as many um snes games as you would expect or not snes nes games as you would expect yeah. it was dope 
like compared compared to the so so the thing is so before we get into this i want to say that we had a previous podcast and it went horribly because i gave yeah. uh dana a game that literally was extremely convoluted it's called jamis it's a japanese <laughs> game that makes there's no english translation it's only japanese and it has the most convoluted mechanics of all time his basically we tried to talk about it. it's like you gave me this game that's in japanese with I no explanation I, I i spent like two hours playing it i got to like level eight i, I just had no idea how to play it no yeah so so like Instead of doing that, which I thought was a funny idea, but it ended up not being good for podcasts, he sent me a game that like I could legitimately play, and I was actually pretty dope. It's called Solomon's Key, um, Fire Nice. I so I just looked up the name before this podcast. I was playing it yeah. uh, earlier today. I'm like, I got about forty percent through the game. Solomon's Key is a puzzle game that requires you to essentially kill this fire with ice blocks. Yeah. Fire and Ice. Blocks into it, yeah. Yeah. Moniker Fire Nice comes from. Um, I'm not generally a puzzle gamer. Like I'll play Sudoku from time to time on my phone, but like yeah, right. the yeah, oh, well that's that's a little different. But like yeah, straight yeah. up puzzle games where like you have to solve a puzzle to get to the next stage, and all the stages are puzzles. I generally get bored of them after like uh, like a couple puzzles. This one was actually able to keep my my fancy just because a. This is probably some of the best graphics I've ever seen on an oh, yeah. NES game. Like I, I was about to say, like the sprite work in this is fantastic. Like the colors, it's like bright, it's vibrant. Like the animations are even good. Like when he's jumping up and down and stuff. Like, like you're you're definitely seeing this game by by the fact that I'm I'm a great editor and you're seeing this game on the screen. But like you could agree with me that like this game is captivating to watch. I was very surprised on like the sound was just like whatever generic, but like I was like actually yeah. way more than other NES games. Like other NES games are just like you like fall like you go like to the right and it's like Pew! and then like the game's game yeah. over. You have no idea what's going on. This game like well, actually had a cohesive like you could stay in playing it. My thing with most NES games is that you play most NES games for 8 to 15 minutes and then move on to the next one. This is something you can, like, play through and it's, like, a full, like, experience where each level is, like, interesting, has different mechanics. Like, the new worlds have different mechanics. I, I will say the difficulty ramps up unbelievably so in some points. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say that. So I, I played for about two hours, got halfway through. I got to the the boss of so so this game has i think nine worlds and each one has about 10 levels so 90 puzzles i definitely i played this for about um two hours i got halfway through so i got to the boss of level five each level has 10 puzzles in it uh each 10th puzzle is like a there they do some switched up stuff like sometimes yeah, yeah. there's like a timed thing where like there's fire rising and you'll yeah, see this i did like there's how there was kind of like a sort of like a boss stage like you said and you know some of them had different strategies and stuff like that i also liked how a lot of the levels you could do multiple ways some of them i think you could only do one way but i feel like some of the mechanics were could differ from like level to level um i will say level three six was hard as fuck um <laughs> I'll put that on the screen, but I can't think of that right now. Um, I remember the ones that were hardest were the ones with like the tiniest screen. It's just yeah. like mm-hmm. there's there's like three moves you could make, and somehow they make it so that puzzle takes you like twenty minutes. So three six was the one. If you remember it, there was three blocks stacked on top of each other, and the fire was on top of the third block, and that was all the stage was. And then there was kind of like a platform from like the left. Oh, right. I remember that. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. That, that, that one took me a little bit to like go back and forth. One thing I will say I do not like about the game, or not to say I don't like, but um, the level um, variance and difficulty is very apparent from some levels. Like some parents are yeah. 
incredibly difficult to others you're just like two seconds go yeah exactly like you you mentioned a difficulty spike but i didn't notice the difficulty spike over time i mean i did a little bit but it was more like the entire world one for example was easy except for one seven sucked dick okay i don't i don't get it like i was just like okay i like i think i get this game it's like what the fuck's happening? The so I actually I had an issue because you gave me the goddamn Japanese version of this game when it had a US version. God damn you, first of all. I know you I know you did this because you wanted to make my life harder, but like yeah. the amount of times I accidentally restarted due to the fact that like the menus in Japanese and I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> is like I I lost like probably like 20 minutes of my life just like fucking restarting this level. I was pissed. So thank you for that by the way. Well, my controller didn't work, and I had to get um, a different way to play the game. But I, 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 it looks like it has like a brief like R- RPG element about it. I thought it was an RPG when the start, like, cause like the like the menu is like, oh, we're going to this like fantasy land, and then it's like, there's like you know strobe demon, you know, like yeah, and then the and then universe. it starts you out like you're in dialogue with like the, like you're like two grandkids talking yeah, to this yeah, old yeah. lady. I was like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, I guess I like accidentally saved my game. Like, I literally have no idea what's going on. Like, and then I went to the edit mode by accidentally, which which Wait, is pretty cool. Most mode? I didn't even yeah. Yeah, um if you if you go to like the the two children talking to the yeah, granny I only did the, the first bottom episode. option is edit mode. There's the f- fucking puzzle editor. Like you could actually make your own levels, which is dope. That's like you don't see that in a lot of NES no, games. No, no. Well, that's that's like I, I think there's a lot of games like this in the NES li- library that just kind of go under the radar and end up being like fully fleshed experience. I I think there's so many people out there that would love a lot of the NES library, and like to me, this is a top ten NES game. Like as far as like, like you said, the graphics, like the gameplay. I mean, I want I want to say better than upper half because upper half of NES games is like your game doesn't play like dog shit. Yeah. But like it's definitely it's, it's I haven't played enough NES games to really rate it. I feel like it'd be unfair for me to rate it. Yeah. At the same time, I think that this is one of the better NES games I've played. It oh. reminds me a lot of Solstice if you ever played that. Uh, the name brings a bell. I haven't though. It has like the best NES music of all time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we'll definitely play some more NES games. The one thing I thought about this game though, like, I, I feel like you could just literally just copy the game exactly, like, in a cell phone game with modern graphics and sell it for a dollar, and it would sell because the gameplay is so fun. That's saying a lot, considering like asking people to pay money on the cell phone for, for on the cell phone i'm fucking 80 years old on like <laughs> you you go to your app store and like you're like this game's a dollar your coffee was four dollars it's like i will never pay you this dollar i, I like, feel like my entire life it, though because yeah. like the mechanics are very very fun like you could just copy the game one for uh one probably i don't even know how copyright laws work for 30 year old games but i'll minorly revise it you could sell this game for free and then sell hints for a dollar each there <laughs> there you go did you notice how the first option was go back a movement oh that uh, is actually do- like i was like 30 moves deep and i hit back until like i hit the beginning the the ability to undo in this game is actually so nice i mentioned like accidentally like restarting level that's because i didn't realize like i kept confusing which one was undo yeah, and restart yeah, yeah. yeah you make a mistake usually like oh you have to just restart the level first of all that would suck in this game just due to the fact that like there's a lot of cutscenes it's a pretty uh, cutscene heavy game and like the yeah. movement itself each one has like a special animation because like mm-hmm. they, they want to make the game like actually look and feel good yeah, yeah, yeah. but um if you had to restart each level it'd be a huge pain just due to the fact that like the game itself is it's too flashy for its own good like everything yeah, takes definitely. about a second to do but they introduced the feature that like it's pretty genius like they have a they have a rewind feature like you could literally be 
uh, making a move, press pause, and like it'll it'll you like just go back a move. yeah no, but like it's not even that they go back a move. It's seamless. Like they straight up like show the move going backwards. It's like it's kind of like if you ever played Braid, the time travel effect. I have not. No. <laughs> okay. Well, great podcast. How dare you? Um, so yeah, no, it, it just kind of goes to show that like even back then, good game design just holds up. It's just like simple mechanics, ease of use. Yeah, I, I feel like, like Ego Raptor could do an episode about like how like the developers did everything right about this game. In my opinion. On a side note, I, I have a little bit of background with this game. Uh, I actually own this game personally. Uh, the American version, Fire and Ice. Remember a couple of years back, I was really into co- retro collecting. You were as well. We were always going back and forth, saying like, "Oh, I found this on Craigslist," or "I found this at so and so," and stuff like that i'm not sure if you remember i got that one huge lot for like a hundred dollars like someone posted on craigslist oh i'm getting rid of yeah my i was getting rid of my college son's stuff uh who wants it and it was like a whole like there was no list of anything it was just like a picture of like nes games whole bunch of like controllers ps1 games stuff like that um i i messaged him she got back to me i like left work early to go get it yeah it was almost like 400 dollars in games and she said like 30 people messaged her i was just the one she messaged back uh this was actually in there i didn't play it forever and then our mutual friend one day was like what the hell is this uh we, we put it in and we ended up playing it for like two days straight like this game is i love this game it's it's definitely like a it's just a good one. I, mean, I feel like it would actually be fun to speed run i i completely disagree so for those who don't know i'm a speed runner that's basically my bread and butter the issue with this game is that it's too linear i would say exact is a good word too but it's like once you know the solution you literally have to just do the same thing each and every time and yes i play games like platformers where like it's basically the same execution all the time but this game requires a little bit less precise execution from move to move well, and I, I think that like this... it's like left, right, B, A, left, up, move, left, right, A, B, and that's the levels over. It's like, that's like... It, it basically requires level. memorization of 90 levels. And um, yeah, speedrunning is memorization for some part, but like it's a little... I would say there's a lot less skill in this, so I would disagree that this is a good speedrun. I, I, I think you don't see puzzles game speedruns because of the fact that like once you know the puzzle it's really not that complicated there might be glitches in this game but i wouldn't know if they're discovered nor would i think that they really have an impact on the speedrun and even if they did i'm actually curious to see what kind of community this game has if any all right let's look it up we we have modern technology i mean even if they did know the the like glitches i feel like each level be exploitable in the same way, and therefore, um... Yeah, I just searched Fire and Ice. Oh, apparently there is... Sonic Boom Fire and Ice! No. <laughs> uh, apparently there are three runs for it. There's a hour and two minutes, hour and three minutes, an hour and, uh... 55 minutes they have a oh, forum, interesting. they talk a little bit about the game yeah i mean like you actually just generally don't see speedruns of puzzle games that often like the literal longest held world record for nes was the adventures of lolo 3 which is a similar game it's like a game with like a yeah. hundred puzzles where you have to solve the puzzles the record held for 17 years <laughs> jesus christ because because like you could only like optimize your movements so much right yeah it, it's just like oh you know how to solve this puzzle just there you go i mean like and there is some skill in in memorizing 100 puzzles but at the same time it's i don't know well, it's, it's it, memorizing it's, a puzzle 100 times like, for me as someone that doesn't really speed run like the fun would be getting to that point and then you're just like all right that that's it like i've gotten the run like and then you're just like kind of bored 
Um, I guess for me, it just sounds like it'd be fun, like learning, not actually like, it's not something you speed run, you just kind of learn it and then do your run and then that's it kind of, it sounds like. But, All right. Well, well, I have, I have a little bit of a, what's the word for it? A transition here. Okay. Um, I've, I am sending you an image right now. Let me know what you think. Okay. Um, oh guys, it's like one of those terrible like ad games you see. So I have a question to you about the American Dad apocalypse, because it's, appa- <laughs> it's apparently soon. Like straight up, they're Wait, just saying what? they're just saying American Dad apocalypse soon. The it's soon. Party's on fire. Wait, that it, like the the cap the soon is not capitalized. So I feel like these games are just like uh, this is not a game. Like, it's, it's not. not? A, it, no, no, it it's not play. a game. It's it's telling you that the American Dad apocalypse is soon. That is, the soon is not capitalized. The soon is not capitalized. This is just saying it's happening, okay? It's not a, it's not a title, okay? So the American Dad Apocalypse is happening soon. So how am I supposed to prepare for this? And there also says Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja. No, no, that's not, that's not part of this. That's not part of this. (laughs) I should have cropped the image, but I didn't. Good job, boomer. You're the boomer. You're 85 years old. This is true. No, like this is just like those stupid, uh, fucking, horrible game ads you see. Do you ever see like those Facebook ones? They're like the people getting ripped apart, or like. Well, it's the one where you fucking put the key, and it's like the lava gets the guy. I- I'm I'm not pissed because the game is shit. I'm pissed because the person's so idiotic. So th- that's not actually the game. When you I know, I understand it. it's not the game. Like, there's I, mean, I want to like, play that game. Someone like I, I if you read there's the comments, seven layers. All the comments, all the comments are like. I want to play this game, and no, like someone just needs to make that game, and they'll be a billionaire. But regardless, I'm not talking about games right now. I'm talking about the American Dad Apocalypse, <laughs> which is happening soon. Well, I gotta prepare for it. How do I prepare? I don't know. You t- tap an alien on a treadmill. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna play this game. This is the game we're gonna play next week. This is the game you're gonna send me. Okay. Do you ever? Okay, come on. Do you ever consume uh, content for a game? or show or anything that you have like no stake in or haven't like seen or played in a while um for example is there like a game you used to play a long time ago but like still i think i think that yes i mean like most speedruns i watch i don't like i don't play pokemon the thousand year door anymore yeah yeah. because yeah. i'm an idiot and apparently said pokemon the thousand year door jesus christ i don't play <laughs> Mar- paper mario the thousand year door anymore or like most of the speedruns I watch, but like um, if, if like a video came up that was like really well, like a summoning salt video or something like that, you'd probably sit down for yeah, five minutes and watch yeah. it. Right? Depends um, depends just, how depends what the moral compass of the YouTuber is. Why are there so yeah. many people? Jesus Christ! I just want to watch a video. I don't want to like go through a minefield. But anyway, yes, I will watch someone talk about Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Uh, that concept for me is, like, RuneScape videos. I haven't played RuneScape in, like, three years, but, um, some of the YouTube RuneScape content is some of literally the best content on YouTube. It's fantastic. It is super interesting. Um... Who's that guy that, like, stays on Noob Island forever? No, you you mean Swampletics? Swampletics. Okay, there's the thing. He stays in the Mortania Swamp, and he's a god. So you... I I actually bought his t-shirt. Wow, what a loser. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> like i don't know i 
I'm saying this ironically. I hope people realize. Um, but uh, so you and I both played Maple Story. Who are the people who played in like Noob? Well, it was like literally called Noob Island, right? Not insane. Um, perma perma beginners or um Islanders. There we go. It's people who yeah, th- th- those are the people that stayed on uh the beginner island maple island in maple store yeah so swampletics um <laughs> swampletics but in a so better swampletics it, well swampletics doesn't stay on noob island because you actually can't stay on noob island and like level up you can only get to like level five and then you can't do anything his whole concept is he went to a certain zone of the game that is a swamp and he just stayed there and tries to do the hardest content there through very convoluted and like thousand hour grinds to get a bucket type shit so you're saying he's a fraud because he doesn't stay in new island well that's not his it's swamp isn't swamp is literally in his name you're a swamp yeah i know my life's a swamp get out of my swamp this is my swamp let's talk about another topic here very important the 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 whole thing we talked about this this is our second podcast ever we we try a first podcast and then it's not up right now if you're listening to this, it's almost definitely the the first podcast you've listened to. We're, we'll we'll let our other one out, uh, like maybe like ten episodes in, so you can get a taste of how awful it was. Eh, maybe eighty five. It's not because of the fact that it sucked major uh, penis for like for for a technical word. Uh, it's because it uh, Dana didn't send me the the link. He sent me a incorrect link. I didn't send you it. No, you you sent me the link with the encryption. Or whatever. And then I sent you a link with the unencrypted. Yeah, but it was like a day later. <laughs> it was too late. Th- this would normally not be a big deal, but I I made a joke that said I had to bring this up on the podcast because uh, uh wait no sorry let me let me let me reel use your words yeah I'll use my words gonna bring this up on the pod because <laughs> the pod is the cool way to say the podcast I don't think anyone so I have to be sound cool. The, 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 Yo, you listen to the pod this weekend? Like that physically makes me cringe. <laughs> um, no, so here's the thing. We're on here, the pod right here's now. Here's the thing. When I went to um, Mega Upload, it said link with encryption or link without encryption, and I was like, oh, without encryption, I don't want this to be encrypted. Encrypted. So that's why I sent you. And then it was like, oh, well, it doesn't have a key. That's what it meant. Instead, of- here's the thing. This is the. The most boring conversation we could like talking about mega upload encryption <laughs> settings. No, I'm just listen. We're coming to I'm a fucking dumbass. Okay, that's that's all you gotta say. Um, speaking of dumbass, we're both dumbasses. Want to know why? I so I looked up podcasts, and you would think that like in this Corona boom of entertainment, yeah, like people are just like listening to more podcasts, right? Yeah. Are the people actually listening to less podcasts? So apparently, podcasts are straight up dying right now. Well, would I imagine a lot of that? Like for me. I like listening to podcasts when I'm, like, driving. It's, like, my favorite thing to do. Like, straight up, the, the couple of podcasts I listen to, like, I just started driving around at night, like, bored. Yeah, why don't... Just so, listen to my podcast. So we gotta beg people to keep doing that, because apparently that's actually what's killing podcasts. Like, the fact that no one's, like, doing stuff while listening anymore. They're all, like, just home. Well, is that is it, like, a bad thing? Like, if I'm just, like, dr- in my car driving around, I'm not interacting with anybody, just, like, listening to shit. No, why don't people that, like, do that? Like, actually, like, people are always, like... I, I love like, driving Like, I'm, I'm cooped like, up in my house from quarantine. Like, just just go outside. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, I, ha- I have, like, the windows up and stuff because it's, like, a little bit cold, but it's, like, um, gas is unbelievably cheap. I can fill up my entire tank for, like, 20 bucks. Just so listen to our podcast. Exactly. No big deal. For uh, 25 minutes or so. and then... Yeah, just listen to this one. Don't listen to the one on Jamis. 
<laughs> do not listen to the Janus. We're going to actually have a reprisal episode of that. Yeah, well, in about, like, 2025. Yeah. When we look, well, like, each of us in our own mansion, because of that yeah. podcast money, all that podcast money, all those famous people who, like, weren't already famous and started podcasts, and then they became famous from the podcast. 100% of, like, popular podcasts are only popular because they had other content that made me their popular city. Yeah, okay, so that's, I... Because I'm a tool, I have talking points. That's one. I wanted Listen, to have I a good one. I listened to because I wanted like my try hard, and you and I both made a podcast, and I was like, "Wow, this sucked. Can we make this better?" So I listened to a bunch of podcasts. I listened to the Mega Sixty Four podcast. I listened to Fantastic. the new the new. It's a it's a good podcast. I listened to Sopranos podcast. Some H three H three. I know you're not a huge fan. Um, I listened to like one other one. I think I listened to Chris Cast with a uh, streamer Chris Marks. Well, well, he's not a streamer have... anymore topics and i think the biggest thing is they know when to cut off a topic and move on to the next one yeah we don't know any of that shit but the the thing i realized first and foremost like including the topics is that they were all fucking famous so why aren't we famous yet we don't have like mega 64 they answered emails at the beginning like i'm listening to like one through five of the mega 64 podcast oh you're like you went all the way back i went all the way back i was like 2006 i was like what are they doing at the beginning and like they're answering they're already famous in 2006 and they're just like answering emails and like like, og internet people yeah and the sopranos they're talking about the sopranos (laughs) what do we come we didn't make the sopranos come on why didn't we make the sopranos not with that not with that attitude so we we talked about american dad revolution why are we talking about what made us famous so um I uh, I play World of Warcraft and live with my mom. That's not enough of a qualification to make me famous yet. I'm working on it though. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably a uh, a good place to uh, cut it off though. No, absolutely not. We're gonna oh let's God. keep talking about you and your mom and living at home. Listen, she she got me some tendies. And uh, I got some good boy points, and uh, yeah.